0: 2024CFF I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. Always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, Be Different or Be Dead, The Audacious, Unheard of Ways I Took a Startup to a Billion in Sales. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Over a decade, Yadi Caro has traveled through various countries on her role supporting the US military in the creation and management of software solutions. While her work relies on technical skills, she believes the so-called soft skills have been critical for the teams she works on. This is why she created the podcast Hardcore Soft Skills, where she talks with well-known experts on how to improve on each. This is part of her learning journey as she is also a grad student in organizational psychology at Harvard. Yadi was born and raised in Puerto Rico. After living in Germany for several years, her husband and two little boys just moved to sunny Florida. She enjoys traveling over 32 countries so far and running. So, Yadi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Candy. So, very happy to be here. I think this is going to be an excellent topic it's one i've actually wanted to talk about for a while but hadn't really known an expert and so i'm glad that we were able to connect. Uh, But before we get into questions I have for you, I would love for you to tell me just a little bit more about yourself and how did you even get into teaching soft skills all right yeah so um
1: yeah as you mentioned in the bio so basically um um my career overall in the professional world I started as a in journalism actually and i was a journalist um that's where i went to uh it, my first master's in, and basically I was always interested in in more um, communications a lot. Then I kind of transitioned into the world of uh, software development kind of by accident because uh, um, I was a consultant and there were some projects going on. And then the opportunity opened up to to go ahead and work with a team kind of promoting uh, software solutions. I was intimidated at the beginning, I must say, because I was like, uh, when my manager at the time approached me saying, hey, you can, we want you to work on this particular project. I'm like, I don't know, I don't speak techie, I don't know all those things. (laughs) So. yeah so so then um he went ahead and and said just basically because what we need he said is it's people who can help us do outreach and communications we need we need a particular um skill skill set to be able to launch the project and and kind of help with its success so i went in and that's how i started working in the field primarily of knowledge management which involves a lot of uh um, Talking with people and understanding what their needs are, and then translating those into the technical solutions out there. So it was a big uh, learning experience, and I still learn a lot about either engineers and software developers, and it's been great. And that's how I started working in the kind of the field of, of uh, IT within the DoD, the Department of Defense. And I've been doing that for the past 10 years. And what I've been realizing over and over is that when working with amazing people and amazing teams, there's always that component of there's, um, projects can fail, they could have the best talent, but then they don't have the the communication or the management needed, or they kind of don't know how to prioritize. So there are, um, they, they lack leadership. So there's a lot of things that are the non-technical things. And that's how I was more intrigued into knowing more and learning more about human behavior in the workplace and specifically related to how we can, we can actually cultivate those skills like negotiation or proper prioritization, even meeting management, like all those things that are key to make sure that those projects um, that are technical or those, all those initiatives can come see the light and can succeed. So that's how I've been kind of starting and, and I've been working, I started the podcast and I reached out to a lot of uh, great experts to help me learn more about that. And I started the own my own research journey as well, uh, starting at Harvard and also um developing now courses and that has led me to develop courses um that are going to see the light soon in terms of the uh soft skills how to be a good team member and that's where i've been uh focusing more and i look forward to continue learning and, and coaching people as well on those
0: nice so for someone listening who's saying I'm not sure exactly what you mean by soft skills. You know, I know the word skills in general, but can you give a definition of you know, what we'll be talking about for this topic?
1: Yes, absolutely. So it's good that you asked that question because there's always that, um, from what I've seen, the term soft skills quote unquote is kind of seen in a negative light like it's something extra or something that's not important and that's why i call the podcast hardcore soft skills because it's like there's these are actually tough skills to learn and we may not need to call them soft skills if we don't like it we could call them Mm -hmm. essential skills or other types of names and those are referring to specifically those non-necessarily technical things like what the our skills like technical skills is what we do in terms of help us perform our job. Like, are you a Mm -hmm. good engineer? Are are you a good software developer? Um, But when it comes to those other skills that make you um, either succeed, like how good communicator you are, um, how Mm -hmm. do you manage your time effectively, how to even negotiate, or how to even uh, have that creativity and have a framework for that, those are what I'm referring to when talking about soft skills. So there's a lot Mm -hmm. of them, and I've already right now on the podcast have 50 episodes and each episode there's a different skill uh, that Mm. I talked about with a guest. So it's that it's, it's all those other skills that are often kind of assumed that we have that Mm -hmm. we were born with, but that we can certainly.
0: So, you know, we've heard also like emotional EQ and things like that too. And people are talking about IQ and emotional EQ. So is emotional EQ kind of considered part of the soft skills? absolutely emotional
1: intelligence is uh, an essential soft skill and the interesting thing is that it that it's made of other skills like when it, when we're talking about emotional um intelligence we're talking about how do we handle conflict? And that in itself could be something that we could have a framework and mm-hmm. uh, practice and teach it. And it's just a matter of practicing. So it's how do we handle conflict? How do we handle that part of uh, listening and uh, communicating? So uh, emotional intelligence is kind of an umbrella of different specific skills. And w- within emotional intelligence, you can have so many other things that you can develop in itself. So. Mm-hmm it's uh it's important to know that there are techniques there's a framework for different things and you can just apply what what you consider applies to you uh to help you become more emotionally intelligent Mm
0: -hmm. well when someone's looking for an employee obviously they know like i need to find someone with these certain technical skills you know especially if it's you know a more very specific job you know that they need someone to have that talent but You know soft skills are important as well, so you know, can you tell the listener why they should really be considering the soft skills as well when they're looking for a candidate.
1: Yes, and I've seen that tendency a lot lately when discussing about hiring people who are have all these particular skills like checking the box on like did they have the certifications or do they know SQL mm-hmm. or do they know like uh, these programming languages and when it comes to um the job description I've seen a lot of adding like we can go good communicator or knowing how to prioritize and it's important for managers to consider those and even though it's kind of tricky to reflect those in a resume, you could say I'm a very creative person, but how do you kind of assess that and measure that? So a good way to do that is as a manager or hiring manager, is that when they come in for the interview, provide particular scenarios of uh, not only measuring what is their knowledge and what other projects they have handled, but as you ask the questions, identify, for example, Did they use this opportunity to learn how adaptable, which is another soft Mm -hmm. skill, how adaptable these people were to a changing environments? How do they engage with uh, their peers? So kind of trying to frame those questions and bake them in into the, the whole interview will be a good way to identify um, what is the rate of uh, of soft skill that, that they have or that they desire in a particular candidate. So it's important to measure, not measure, but at least getting understanding of how is the candidate um, uh, either ranking or or looking into that particular skill that they wanna incorporate. Mm -hmm.
0: So if someone is interviewing a candidate and they want to interview for these soft skills too, do you think it's better to give like the same scenario to multiple candidates and you can see what their answers are, or is it better to ask them to share a specific story that they've actually experienced that would reflect some of those soft skills?
1: That's a great question, because I think both approaches could work great uh, because sometimes when you're in the interview and you're kind of a little nervous and you cannot think of a particular experience Mm -hmm. and then you go back as as the interviewee and say, like, why did I mention that? So um, from the perspective of the interviewee, perhaps it's it's good to have um, if they offer more information about offering a particular scenario. Um, But as an interviewee as well, you want to come in with some particular, um scenarios of your own as well so that's important to mm-hmm. know too so i would think both examples are good it all depends on um what the job may be so for example if you're looking for a person who will be let's say a systems administrator and you know you encounter this um you as a as the manager encounter this particular problem that you know you people customers come in and they don't know what they want and they think they get angry and all that stuff so you know it's expected that that individual needs to be able to handle angry customers so mm-hmm. how do you be able to assess that that not only you know how to do the proper uh technical things to help them out but also hey angry customers how do you deal with that how do you um what is a good uh, a good way that you will hand handle an angry customer that just don't know what they want and they just want this thing resolved asap and they're not being very mm-hmm. nice so those are we examples of scenarios
0: right and obviously different positions are going to require you know certain skills and some may be different for one position than another but are there specific skills that you feel are critical kind of across the board yes so
1: when it comes to um, being adaptable, I've seen that again and again in terms of uh, when hearing people that are in big, uh, either tech companies or they're just big, big companies in general, because of we as we have seen for the past couple of years, um, the work environment shifted completely. And a lot of people were not ready for that. A lot of us were not ready for that. So being adaptable is extremely important. And by being adaptable means like, how do you adapt to change? How receptive are you to changing your current situation? And learning from others and maintaining a somewhat uh, positive attitude about that whole, um, any change, that's a good thing to have. Certainly, communications is essential, and when we're talking about communications, it could be broken down into many different things. Like, how are you in written communication? Um, Mm -hmm. That's very important because right now in this world, we communicate through chat, text, um, Mm -hmm. primarily. Um, Virtual meetings, yes, but written communication and being succinct and being being able to be understood is super important. So, in communications, written communications. Listening is an underrated skill because being able to really listen to the the people, like truly being able to not just react and wanna express your point, but understanding is extremely important. So Mm -hmm. yes, adaptability, communications, and also, managing conflict because that's inevitable in every work environment to manage conflict and i'm not talking about like avoiding conflict not at all it's how to have healthy conflicts with people to be able to express your differences in a respectful manner there's a whole framework that you can adopt as an individual to be able to manage conflict effectively and you know never run away from it so those are three at least three of the skills that could go on because i think they're all like super important <laughs> but at least in this work environment they're super important as well mm-hmm.
0: so if somebody is saying okay i've got you know some staff on my team that you know they're excellent at the technical side of things but there's some improvement maybe that they can make on the soft side skills and i want to you know be able to enhance The skills that they need. How can a manager or a business owner look at what is needed and how to improve that with someone? Is it possible, you know, if it's not really an innate characteristic to train, you know, how would you handle that situation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's possible. And and it would be good to kind of start it as a dialogue with that particular person to be able to understand that um, it's not a, hey, you need to. Improve your don't have the you're not a people person or whatever that may be, so be able to have that particular dialogue of like, uh, as a manager, being able to um, communicate with the person and say, Hey, I've noticed, um, or either this you're, you're struggling in these things, or um, I've not necessarily heard complaints, but just that maintain that communication that um, you've noticed that there are certain things and be specific about what you consider they need to improve that individual. And okay. hear from that individual, how do they feel about it, how receptive they feel about like hey yeah you're right, I ain't suck at public speaking or i suck at this and i need i know i need to improve but you know do i need it for my job and being able to express that hey you this will be good because this will help you achieve xyz so once you have that receptive collaboration and it's not like you're scolding the person or sending them mm-hmm. to be reformed it's more like a collaborative effort then you can go into um recommend either resources like hey why don't we take this there's a lot of courses on this thing. What how what do you think about taking the scores or working with a coach or something along those lines so it's important that the person who needs to improve is aware that they need to change and is willing to change and, and uh, modify mm-hmm. that particular behavior and it is possible um that they can improve become a great public speaker or become um think how to handle conflict better instead of like throwing stuff on the, throwing the computer aside or something like that. So those things, I think as long as there's trust, I think it's certainly possible.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and we know we've heard before, public speaking is one of the greatest fears that anyone has, right, you know, and it is hard to overcome that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Well, I was just going to say you were mentioning courses and things like that, too. So. I mean, I'm sure, and you mentioned you're going to have some coming out soon too, but is it like a course is focused on like one specific, like key feature you want to learn, or is it just overall training? Like you need to work on some soft skills. So let's look at, you know, like what is the kind of training that's actually available to help someone if they know themselves, they need to make improvements, or maybe a manager wants to offer, you know, here's a course that you might want to, you know, take to improve.
1: Yeah, it would be good to be specific, if, if, if possible, because their range of soft skills is so wide that if you say take a course of soft skills, it's like, where, where do I even start? So, for example, for productivity, um, I know uh, the method, David Allen, who wrote Getting Things Done, he has a lot of great resources available in order to help create a framework for productivity negotiation. I I myself took a whole class in negotiation at Harvard because and that was good because you can take a particular course in negotiation. And the whole point is to practice not just get like, here's, mm-hmm. pick the book, read it and see what happens. It's having that um, time to practice and become better at it. The same with either written communication, or um, the public speaking that we were talking about. So or even that, um, let's say the emotional intelligence as well but but try to be narrowed down into the specific things um because labeling a personality just bad at soft skills might not be very um a good way to start a conversation it will be like all of us like i there's a lot of skills that i certainly need to improve upon myself as a public speaker in front of i'm I'm great when it comes to you know audio podcasts and stuff i i could be i feel confident let's just say but then when it comes to a big group of people it i may feel certainly intimidated so those skills that um as the more we practice and the more specific we are then i think it's um that's a good approach and once we start we could kind of continue on learning more and more
0: so in terms of working with someone you know we've heard too that if someone is like on the autism spectrum or if they have adhd you know they may have some issues as well with this and so as Someone who might be managing someone who maybe struggles a little bit? Like, are there different ways to handle somebody that maybe has ADHD or some other issues versus someone who doesn't? Like, how would we manage that to not make them feel, you know, like I don't want to use the word attacked per se, but called out maybe or something, you know, because there is a struggle that they would have?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I've been learning a lot more. I decided to take an ADHD coaching certification because I wanted to learn more from that particular lens. And it has given me a whole broad new perspective on, on how to approach that. That goes back as well to creating if, let's say, um, you're a manager and your employee has either autism or ADHD, and you may not even know about it. But mm-hmm. trying, keeping that line of communication open, um, it's important that trust to build with the employee, because if they happen to the Disclose, hey, I'm have, I'm ADHD, or I I am not great in open spaces, work environments. Then just try to be accommodating in terms of the particular individual cell of of um, of the person. So. Try to understand the perspective, and try to understand as well that they every person, regardless of what we there have ADHD or autism or anything, it's we have a particular um, approach of that we can drive. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, if I'm I don't want to work in an open space, then what can we work together that you know I could either have specific hours or um, go to a particular spot to work from. So in order to be able to do my job effectively the thing that I was hired for to do effectively or hey don't necessarily put me in front of a big group of people or just put me let's say it's better I work best at virtual meetings so always try to listen to um to your team and to the people that that work with you so basically the bottom line is to understand that It's important to keep trust and that it's Mm -hmm. important to be aware that there are differences. Like for example, in a person with ADHD, for example, is that productivity um, tips or productivity techniques are not the same for everybody. So Mm -hmm. there's a famous book that says that um, just do the hardest First thing, uh, the hardest thing first thing in the morning. Well, for a person either ADHD or other, that will be like a disaster perhaps, because I just don't want to work on the hardest thing, I want to work on something different or, and then I can focus on specific things. So it's just being understanding that, um, uh, being aware of the different approaches and being able to um, have a trust and communication um, to every person
0: at their uh, particular work can really thrive. Right. What I'm thinking as you're talking to is obviously we all have issues too. Like, none of us are strong everywhere. So, there's always places for growth. But, in terms of looking at each person as an individual and having accommodations where necessary or flexibility so that you can give them the best opportunity for success. And it doesn't necessarily have to fit into a specific box that maybe we're defining as what success would look like. We can, you know, try to be as flexible as possible to give them the opportunity to succeed in the way that's best for them as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that made me think of the example. For example, I'm a parent of an ADHD child, and the fact that he um, he's I consider him extremely smart, and the he is not great at. Uh, Testing when it comes to sitting on a chair for mm-hmm. more than one hour and trying to focus and read. So, there's these accommodations that this uh, school system provides that he's able to, like, okay, you can take the test and you can stand up and you can go around, or if you want to put headphones on. And then he thrives and he's always willing to learn. So, we could adapt that same approach to a work environment where Mm -hmm. we have extremely smart people in what they do and why put everybody in the same box and what works for me as a manager we want to be able to make our people thrive and being able to do their jobs and um, help the the business in the in the long run so that's all beneficial to Mm -hmm.
0: that reminds me of a story too my son he's never been identified as like hda ADHD or anything like that, either. He just was always a bundle of energy. Literally, from the time I was pregnant, he was like nonstop moving. And he struggled (laughs) in school because, you know, you had to sit for like this many hours in class until you had this short little break and then lunch and then, you know, whatever. So it would be a real struggle for him. And then at lunch, he literally would run the whole time and burn off energy so that he could sit. And then at one point, we had done like a homeschool, it was still public school, but it was virtual. And if we saw him getting antsy or anything too, my husband would literally say go run around the block twice right and then he could come back and sit down and then he could focus again, you know, but because he just had all this pent up energy, so I think where we can as business owners really work with our employees to see like maybe they do have a challenge sitting down at a desk for eight hours a day straight except for this little break you know is difficult and being able to work in things you know that are going to make them successful whatever that may be so you know as much as we can (laughs) identify like what do we want or what do we need in the position but what can we do to enable them to succeed
1: yeah, absolutely. Your song reminds me a lot. I am the person as well, that if I don't go for a run, like I, I will drive my husband insane. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And being on a desk for an extended period of time, like, no, no, for me. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For business owners, it's important that they consider because at the end, again, is they want to make people thrive and they want to uh, have the best business out there. Why put everybody in a particular box, right?
0: Okay. So, well, I know we are getting to the end of the episode that we have. So, I would love for you to share an offer. That you would have for our listeners and then how they can connect with you to follow up, you know, whether social media, if you have a website, you know, what links would you like to share?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have my if you have not listened to the podcast, um, you can listen to it in all the major platforms, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and others. So it's the website, HardcoreSoftSkillsPodcast.com, and you'll find all the episodes and even a directory where you can search for the skill like productivity, creativity, so and find the ep- an episode related to that topic right there. Um, so aside from that as well, I, there's a link in the, In the website for coaching so if uh, any person listening is more interested in in kind of developing a particular skill and they consider that they need the help of a coach then i'll be happy to help including those um any uh, of you who have adhd and so just go to the link and that's just basically will take you to schedule a a calendar um, invitation so i will be happy to talk um, with your listeners about that and I'm also very active on LinkedIn. So uh, for those people listening who have a, a LinkedIn account, I always share good information there and I'm, I'm always happy to learn from others in the platform as well. And you can find me by Yadira, uh, tar, or Yadi, Caro, Y-A-D-I, C-A-R-O. And um, just feel free to connect with me. I'm happy to connect
0: um, with people and just learn from uh, from everybody. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Yadi, for being a guest on my show and sharing your expertise in this area. I really appreciate your taking the time to be with me today.
1: Thank you so much, Candy. I love all the knowledge that you share on this show. I've always learned a lot and on the business side of things, which I have a lot to learn about. So I always
0: enjoy listening to your show. Thank you for that. That's one of the reasons why I have this too. I want to just share information from experts to help us be successful. I mean, we're all trying to, you know, be out there running successful businesses. So what I can do to help them, you know, by interviewing people like you, you know, that helps. That's that's my goal. Uh, also for Thank the you. listener. Um, thank you for tuning in, whether you are, you know, the individual who's looking to develop those soft skills, or you're the business owner who wants to learn how best to manage and work with those, um, who need to make those improvements. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it did answer some of your questions about the hardcore soft skills. Make sure you reach out to Yadi at any of the links that she shared too, if you have additional questions or comments, or you can send us a message at media at a B and B p.com i hope you can join us for our next episode combating information overload to make better decisions and please remember you can connect with us on twitter facebook and linkedin and my website is a b and you can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms including itunes google TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and spotify and would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform. I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.